Greetings, blessings, peace, love, and all that good stuff. Got a good show for you tonight. An unusual show. Some will say, oh, this is typical. You already guessed it. Guys, welcome to Clyde Yorkshire. This is the station for white women. God bless you. Merry Christmas. I hope that all is well with you and you are doing just fine. This wonderful, beautiful holiday night as we inch towards Christmas more and more and more. We are under a year right now until we find out the next president. Something like eight to nine more months. Very tense time. People are even looking forward to getting out of this year with no more major deaths. Everybody is almost looking at 2024 like one of the honestly biggest years in at least 50 years. There is a massive eclipse that is set to hit 2024, a massive election that is set to hit 2024, Wars that are ongoing, spilling into 2024 with everybody wanting to know the outcome. The left and the Democrats, the liberal left and black women are up to their usual Batman and Robin. Using the same old hi-hat sneer. The white man is racist. White people are racist. White people got us in slavery. White people did this. White people did that. And that's the song. When you're young and you're black and you're inexperienced and all you can see sometimes is white people in your face not treating you right. You wonder and you say to yourself, what did we do? Are we missing something here? Are we part of this deal? Or, or is this some big massive joke? Now, maybe some of you believe that white people are phony, but I know people. And I know when I see and hear a white person that is disgusted, sick to their stomach with some of the things that have happened and still happens in some cases. Good old sip of water. All I can say is Merry Christmas. President Donald Trump, he's on a tear. At this point, I honestly believe the more bullshit they throw at him, this man turns into the Incredible Hawk. I felt good today when I took a dump. I didn't smell like a swamp monster because of crap that I'm eating. And and I didn't know this. Sometimes oil and all of this coloring crap and stuff that we're eating, a lot of it smells as worse. A lot of the syrups and sugars, it's almost like the body burns it literally. Like there's a little flame in there, sparks and turns this stuff into crap and it be we, we get it out and you can just smell the 
aroma of death, sickness, and definite destruction. Since I became a vegan, I have felt a little bit better that with all the damage I've done so far, I could probably avoid at least destroying what little is left. Guys, we got a great show for you. This is a Republican station. This is a Republican channel. It's a conservative channel. I am Clyde Yorkshire, and I was born in Manhattan, New York, in Mount Sinai, Beth Israel, to be exact. I was educated in the North. By default, I became a liberal, a Democrat, mainly because of my mother's direction and your mother's direction and your mother's direction and your mother's direction and her mother and her mother so far. <clears throat> Being a Democrat used to mean you just go down to the ballot box and you kind of have a little club or groups that you stick in like any other workplace or church, you find your, your, your group. I don't know why we find people, but this is what we do. And once you do that, this is who you are. This is your identity now. You're, you're this Christian Democrat that happens to be black. It's a shame the way things go in life today. i got to keep it real with you. So... God bless you. God, God bless you. I'm, I really mean it. I mean it. Guys, you're on Clyde Yorkshire. This is the station for white women. And we have a pretty tough show for you today. We're talking about the genocide of the black community through the black women and the deep state. This is serious. And scary to say the least. Very scary, by the way. To say the least. I want you to listen to something for a moment. Guys, check out my new and latest book as well. Black Women Rings Around Saturn. Available on Amazon. I, I want to listen to somebody you're familiar with. Take a listen. So you just came from Paris Fashion Week. You just landed, and sure. the lanyard's still on from it, and there's a photograph on it. What is that? Now, what this man is about to say, Tucker Carlson is interviewing him, and Tucker Carlson already knows this. He's not going to be, he's not surprised. Tucker knows this. Tucker, what, girlfriend, a wife, whoever. Tucker's mom knows this. Tucker's aunt, his friends, the people he went to school with. The people he don't know. Everyone knows what this man who he's interviewing is about to say knows this as a fact. Take a listen. It's a photograph of a baby's ultrasound. Why is that? And then you designed that? Yes. Why? What does that mean? Uh, it just represents life. I'm pro-life. Boy, so you wear it on a badge. What What kind of response do you get? And, and good, amen. I agree. I don't care about people's responses. I care about the fact that there's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point. That 50% of black death 
in America is abortion. So I really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one, and that's God. Subscribe to the Fox. Now, everything else is categorized, and everyone takes a census how whites die, Hispanics, old age, natural causes, ethnicity on ethnicity, national against national, male on male, female on female, you name it. All of these statistics are categorized, and they all add up to 50%. Just about some 15, some 3%, some 12%. But black women abortions are 50%. And yet these women yell that men need to do more? How stupid have we been as black men? Are you listening to what you're hearing? You're so busy listening to the Hebrew Israelites on the corner. No disrespect to the nation of Islam. And Minister Louis Farrakhan tell you how bad whites are. In some cases, he tells you sometimes how good they are. could be too as well. But he's telling you generally how terrible whites are. And blacks are 50 times worse than a white person could probably ever treat you in modern times. This is real. Just check one, two, one, two. Is this thing on? Huh? Is this thing on? Guys, black men are speaking up against this. You cannot find when you Google this or YouTube it or Facebook or Instagram it where black women are going ham over this issue. I mean, we can go... For days, talking about something we can't control. And it hurts us. As black men, that we're blamed for most of the things in the black community. Yet, black women is doing more than 50% of the damage and destruction to us. Whether it be the welfare state the abortions, the divorce rate, the woman is out of control. And it's time someone said that. But we all happen to deal with the backlash. And it's crazy. Welcome to the show. You're on the station for white women. This is Clyde Yorkshire. Now, no matter who you listen to on this topic, no matter how you feel about it, the principal person to me that needs to hear this is black men of America. You need to listen to this very carefully. This is your part of the show. Come up to the front of the church. Beautiful white woman will escort you up. Keep your hands where we can see them too. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyway, let's lean into this a little bit here now, pal. Now, let me get this right. Under Maritime and Admiralty Law, how y'all doing today? A lot of white women's in here today. Looking good, looking good, sister. Oh, God. Listen, so black 
fathers have been removed, your likeness and your image, and now there is a woman that's created by the state who's filled with tricks and traps, and there is no man present as a guardian to teach you the birds and the bees, the do's and the do nots about respecting women and understanding them and being patient, treating them with the same respect of their body as you treat your body, their mind as your mind. All of these good things a father is supposed to teach you. How to treat a girl, how to... You don't ask no damn mother first as a boy. Just like no damn girl gonna go ask their father first. They gonna go to their mother because their image is always in front of them. So we get... an evil injustice done to us as a nation of black boys by our own government and black women. Take a listen. And so then when you get in these relationships, you don't have this faintest idea that you who are just acting like a natural monkey or a natural ape or hippopotamus or cheetah, whatever the animal is. Meeting a beautiful girl, well, with fake hair and fake nails and extremely unnecessarily blown up body parts, but some expensive shit on. And this chick wants you to chase her and then pay for it whatever happens when you meet her. Literally. McDonald's, Jack in a Box. And it's, it's interesting. When I first meet any black girl, I, don't, I just think she don't mind going to McDonald's. White women, Nick and Sam's. Spanish women, they go to a Spanish restaurant. You know, Asian women, go to an Asian restaurant. Black women, we just go to McDonald's. Or go to Kroger's and get something out of the frozen section. There you go. Ate that. Black guy. <laughs> Isn't this terrible? Listen. Then her attitude is very bad. At least America knew that. They, they, they made it a saying. You know, angry black woman. It wasn't just your ass who knew about it. <laughs> Everybody knew that stuff. They gave you a little break. White women have always looked out for your ass, knowing that you got to deal with this shit that he made, this damn bride of Frankenstein. That's why, if you ever notice, see, black and Hispanic women don't have to, I mean, Hispanic and white women, mainly. Asians is catching up. But they don't have to do much to a black man. All they got to do is let you taste a little bit of something to eat, smile at you, and keep a positive conversation, you want to marry them in 15 minutes because you won't be around women like that shit. Throw you for, but the first thing you do is you say to yourself, I can't because of my race. I can't because of my race. And you begin 
to fear. And that's really how most of this divided country really works, right? Isn't that the way it works? You raise with these fears and doubts, negativities, and then you experience life and then you're confused now. I went through that phase. It's like having a stomach ache, but you can't poop or throw up. You really don't want nothing to eat, but you're a little hungry, but you don't want it to put that, you know, you know that feeling, that yucky feeling. I'm not snapping on black women, no matter what you think. I'm telling you what the hell you and I both see, and we're supposed to play along and act like we don't see that. I haven't met a black man that is living today. When I ask him to be 100,000% honest with me, how do you feel about black women and what, what, is this what is happening or not? They say unanimously. Yep. Don't know what to do about, about it. Just got out of that. I'm dealing with that right now. Unanimously. The women are out to get us. I care more about me telling your ass than not telling you. Some people care about me telling you because they know it's true. I'll show you memes. I, I can make a collage of them. I can make a slideshow and show you under black love or um, type in cart black cartoons or whatever, black love cartoons, whatever. Um, black women, black men, I'm not your enemy. And see the different paintings and cartoons of a woman suggesting by way of it's the system, it's not me, Delilah. I'm not your enemy. You just won't stay home. It's you. You're just not paying the bills. And his dumbass, who wants some ribs or fried chicken or some cornbread, you big dummy. Oh, she cooks better than a white woman. I said, tell me what the white woman made me in there. Oh, she just made you some broccoli with no seasoning whatsoever. Uh, a sweet potato. And a slice of turkey. Boar's head. Just a, a slice. Like you put on a piece of bread? Yeah. She could very well make you some ribs with okra. Who knows? But we're so dumb that we still kill each other. Listen, we so dumb that you think soul food is some sort of black art and expression of cuisine. And it's actually a slave carry-on 
of the old Negro Chitlin circuit, the old, unfortunately, people had to eat that food and they did not want to. It was given, cornbread was given out to black people the way you give dogs Purina, I swear to God. The same thing with chitlins. They would literally say, y'all niggas want to eat and we need you niggas to get out there and work. I hate to say this as a conservative Republican, but I got to tell you the truth. This is what happened. Now, we didn't say white folks did this. The deep state did this. And using white folks like shift leaders around the clock. And you saw it on some movies when a simple-minded white who was on the clock watching the niggers got a beef with one of them that was smart in the master's... Uh, Good boy, he was playing, remember he was playing a violin, he was a good nigga, he, he knew how to go to the store and do all kinds of shit. And one of the whites who couldn't read, he, but he was the shift leader on the, on, the, on the plantation, he got mad and wanted to beat the guy up, whipped him and kept him out there. Because he was a white man, by law, nobody could do nothing at the time. But when they find out that this is some bullshit, they gonna lynch his ass for fucking with a slave that's expensive, nigga. This is real shit. So look, the master come home, find out what happens, bring him down, and do the other white dude dirty. Now, you know white people are going to get mad. What you mean? You can't beat up. No so this turned into some bullshit. But any white man would have probably done this. Now, take a listen to this. There wasn't no ordinary, ordinary slave. This nigga can count. He can read. He was, he was a free man that got caught up into slavery. I forget the name of the movie. 12 Years of Slave or something like that. Anyway, some of that was true and most of it was not. Okay? And I don't know if it was meant to be true or not. I just, I guess it was just meant to be, to, you know, get you, your panties in a bunch. I don't know. Anyway, some of that stuff kind of did happen. Okay? And when I, when I say kind of because sometimes who we blame for these things are not really the culprits. But wrapped up in it, like for instance, no disrespect to Africans. Sometimes we just blatantly just throw it out there. Africans sold us, and we don't. And they can tell you too. We don't even know the faintest slight. information behind what went into the transatlantic slave trade or the sub-Saharan slave trade. There was at least four to five slave trades, by the way. And it is ridiculous that we only know about the Atlantic slave trade, which totally throws you so far away from even understanding remotely of what you're talking about. Now, let's move this ball along a little bit. Now, oh man. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Take, take, let's take this apart. That, that's why we do this though. You gotta stay focused and that's exactly what it is. Listen. Now, this food, these, this cornbread, used to be made in big, giant pots like soup. And most of this stuff was left, left out in a field to dry Original cornbread is made outside. Most people don't even know that. 
These people, man, you don't understand what you, people cook different than what you can even with fire, bro. We don't know nothing about making meals or food or eating real meat or vegetable. This generation is so plastic and artificial. It's insanity. It's sad. But let us keep going, please. <sighs> so cornbread was given and they lined up to get it in. I mean, big pieces of it. And they were supposed to, after they ate the cornbread, and if it was, I guess, a good day, maybe a Sunday, they would give them raw meat to eat. And it was the pig intestines. And they would eat it. No disrespect, just like some of the Ethiopians eat raw meat. They, got, they had to do it. And eventually they would take it, they would hold it, they would take it back somewhere, and they would add fire to it. And they would cook it and eat it traditionally. The chitlins. And now today they are selling these things as if this is something nice to sell. And we don't even own the selling of the... It is a mockery. It is ridiculous for black people to say anything about white people. And black men don't know these things. They've dumbed you down and placed you in jail, Joe Biden and them, so bad. Brother, people feel sorry for you in third world countries. I'm keeping it real with you, y'all. Y'all all right tonight? Body looks good. Don't worry. We got enough energy. Trump does, and we do too. We got to get through this, don't we? I am going to run for Congress when I turn probably 50, 51, maybe 52. I'm going to run. I'm going, I don't give a damn if I lose and they laugh at me. I'm going to run. Because what is happening in this country is ridiculous. To say the least. Now. Black women. Is the backbone of the Democratic Party. You've heard that old saying. Let's take a listen. Black women are leading in three major categories. Actually, 13, but we'll just do three. We'll save the 10. It's complete just later on. Now, the Trinity. She's leading in obesity in the entire world. Black American women are beating Nigerian, Ethiopian, South African, Kenyan, Brazilian, um, Native Americans, Mexicans, they're catching up, by the way, because of the food here. But black women are the top facts, brother. At least by 38%. She's got people just, the gap is just, you know how on a, on go-kart, Mario go-kart, when you lap somebody so damn bad, you be you catch up to them and go around again. They, I mean, they just can't. They might well just give up. I mean, unless something crazy happened to you, and which which very rarely does happen. It's a Reynolds rap. Guys, we're going to take this down nice and easy. We're going to do that. And I want my white women to turn this up. Okay, take, pause this for a second. We, we, we okay. Get you a little snack. Get comfortable. In a nice apartment. Light your candle. Hang out with me for a little bit. 
You do everything else. Get on your phone, you're texting, you're going out, washing clothes, soaking your panties, going shopping, cleaning your bathroom, dusting off your mats, putting up your Christmas tree, getting your Christmas sweaters out, your hats and gloves, like you were taught to do. Probably got an American flag in the house. You like land and animals. You believe in God. You believe in happiness. You believe in peace. You have peace with yourself. But you feel you can do more. And you be searching. White women, you be searching. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do some, some, I'm gonna do some for them. Cause I ain't hit them in a while. It sounds like I'm always talking about white women, but I don't, I don't dig into them the way I could. I'd be busy talking to y'all niggas out there. But white women, they feel the presence of change. They know, and I don't know if you ever talked to one and got in their soul. I don't know if you ever looked at one next to a Christmas tree or at Chelsea's Corner or at Tennessee Lounge or Manhattan. I don't know. Wherever you go. The Taj Mahal or Reunion Tower. I don't know. The, the walk, the trail. Maybe you, you, you've seen them at Starbucks. Panera Bread or something. I don't know. Nick and Sam's. Henry's. At the mall. Stonebriar. And you had that conversation for the first time. It felt good, didn't it? She was very pretty. She was very... Spiritual. I always feel, feel spirituality from white women. I feel confidence, know-how, integrity, hope, optimism, pride. And with black men, glory to God, realize who we are. Just like a hypnosis being done on us in reverse. And these young, smart little boys in Colorado and Arkansas. California, wherever they are, Texas, Fort Worth, I should go out to Fort Worth tonight, TCU, listen at this, and you, you got this white girl in front of you, what you do, you act average, hey, can I get your number, you don't approach no white woman like that, let me tell you something, how you approach a white woman, 
You take her by the hand and you pull her close. Say, how you doing, girl? I know you ain't racist. Just stay right here for a second. Listen. What's your name? Oh, Karen. Karen. Girl, you're the most beautiful. Oh, stop. Where you went to school? You know Charles? Charles who? Well, don't worry about that. Let's talk about us. Listen. Let's keep in contact. I love your spirit, girl. Look at you. Turn around. Child. Hey, let's walk with me. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm having a good time. Just don't be the Grinch. But I love their spirit. It's my dog. Abortion is a serious issue. And I started to take it serious as I take anything else. But I think black women have to take accountability. That's not our shit. You, you boys would be fooled to think my seed ain't gonna do what my seed needs to do. I don't care if, my, if, I, if, I, if I have an Irish woman or a Russian woman that gives birth to my seed. My seed is going to be the sun. Beautiful. A gift to the earth. Set matters straight in the land. And heal people. Follow God. Take care of the elderly, the animals. Same shit they told Adam. That's what my son gonna do, whether he come out of a white woman or a black woman. It doesn't matter. My seed will do the will of God. God will bless your seed, brothers, no matter where you put it. But make sure when you stop having stupid sex. That's why you need your fathers in the home. Larry Elder was right. Thomas Sowell. If I'm going to be fair, these are the pioneers to Ebony Republicans. These are my inspirations. Judge Clarence Thomas. Colin Powell. These men inspired me. And I believed in them. And I do believe in them. Tuskegee Airmen, every black police officer and federal agent that serves this country, every man that puts on a uniform, a black man, I feel I should kiss their feet. I love myself. So I love every black man. This gang stupid stuff, this killing each other, black men, we need to not only save ourselves, but we got this a damn country to save here. Okay, we got a community to save. We got towns and Places to save, man. We can sort all this racist shit out later. Trust on that. We can get all that straightened out. But this white woman right here, she gonna help God fulfill the purpose. Like Mary with Jesus. Hallelujah. Gonna fulfill the purpose of what Dr. King saw as a glimpse as the heavens opened up. And they gonna have on every Dr. King Boulevard crack and prostitute. Listen at this. Chicken stores and stuff. The, the, the deep state. Whites didn't hate King. King was a prophet that opened up a lot of their eyes. And they began to march with him. And, and they seen what it was. Now we done got blind and white this and black this and all this stuff. You're going to have to sell that to somebody else. Because I ain't buying it. And I know what you're doing. And we are going to survive. Yes, we are. I promise you that. We are going to survive. This race 
of Americans will survive. They're trying to kill us off. If you're a traditional American, they're trying to get rid of you. Mexicans are up next. They did all their work. They don't even need them no more. They did the same thing to black people. You build a country, they kick your ass out of the way. Irish, they build up the country, kick them out the way. Everybody got kicked up. White folks, everybody. Would you think the indigenous slaves was a joke? Did something they just made up to just make you don't feel so bad? Some of us were slaves too. A lot of them niggas were slaves. Is you kidding me? There was damn near as much as white slaves as there was black slaves. I'm not bullshitting you. The only time y'all want to tell the truth is when it comes to welfare. Black, white people on welfare too. That's what they be saying, Grandma. I got, I got some white grandmas out there too. They be like, go ahead, son. You tell it. He said a little cuss and everything. But Grandma, I got to do this, Grandma. It's, they, they coming at Trump, Grandma. They getting fresh, Grandma. They beating me, Grandma. They Listen, I need my white grandmas out there. Where my white grandmas? Listen, Grandma. I was in the post office. I swear, Grandma, I'm not lying. This black girl, she was about maybe 285. I'm not kidding. And I'm about... My, my, my regular classified weight should be about, I would say, 160. And I usually balloon sometimes because, you know, fast. So I've been trying to get off that stuff, but it would go up to about 180 or what have you. You know, I'm a man. Anyways, she was damn near twice my weight, okay? I come up in there just chilling, you know, got my shorts on, got my chanclas, my slippers on. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling, Grandma. You know what I'm saying? Got my driver's license, my money. I'm about to do my business and things like that. I got an America, Make America Great hat on. This chick, I get in line, you know, after I ask the postal lady, uh, you know, where, you know, can I pick up? And she tells me, okay, well, you know, there's only me and this person, so you just get in line. We'll take care of you. I get in line, and I'm walking. She says, this black girl, this big lady, there's about six people in there. You didn't take that stupid hat off. I don't like it. I just kept walking and looking like, wait, hmm? did y'all hear that? Everybody stopped and looked around like, what? And I said, wait, you talking to me? She goes, yeah, you take that stupid hat off. I said, whoa. I said, well, look, I don't like your eyelashes. This woman lunged at me and tries to hit me. They hold her back. The postal master come out of whoever's there, the supervisor. He tells me to get back, hold on, let me, you know, ma'am, you need to go, blah, 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 you know, they throw her out, she's outside waiting on me, they tell me you need to stay here because we don't want no trouble and things like that, I said, well, yeah, but I, I did my business and everything, I'm a man, I, I did my, do my business, they out there about 15 minutes waiting on me, so it's come time for me to walk out, everybody's like, nah, go the other way, we're gonna let you through this another door, and I'm like, wait, guys, hold on, I'm a man, this woman now she done call people. So I go out the door. I'm a man. I go to the gas station. She follows me. They get out the car. She takes her slipper and throw it at me. People come out the gas station. Sir, don't hit her. Sir, don't hit her. You know, the whole old unfortunate situation that turned me into a nigga. So I'm sitting there, I'm looking at it, I'm like, all right, bet. I finally get in my car and, and drive off. 
they try to hold her back from not following me. This is the craziest thing. And I've had other unfortunate, and not too bad, but we get treated like we, and, and, and you know, I'm no chump. Just because I'm a Republican, I don't know what y'all thought, though. Seriously, Grandma, I'm being for real with them out here. Y'all listening to me? I don't know what y'all thought. Just because we conservatives or Republicans, we can still throw hands. We know how to play cards. Yes, Demi. We know how to ride motorcycles, and we know how to farm. We know how to shoot guns. We know how to apply for a job and send in a resume. Uh, we, we know how to treat a lady, and we know how to slap the hell out of you if we catch you burning the American flag. Now, I'll be honest with you. Years ago, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, they, they was marketing this crap to us. Don't get mad at us, even Snoop Dogg, if we start off the wrong way, and then we change and get our heads to, out of the damn sand or out of our butts. This goes out to my white, my white granddaddies out there. And you know President Trump, man, I wish that was my granddad. Boy, I would not be letting them do him like that. Boy, I'll be, some, some tell me, I can't do that. Be quiet, don't say nothing, we got this. That's not how we do it. I get all of that, but listen. <clears throat> I'm responsible. I know how to hold a weapon. And I'm not the type of person to hit somebody for their political views or their religious affiliation or what have you. But we live in a day and a time where the people who we're dealing with, they're not sensible. They're not nice people. They are very mean and scary. And I'm sick and tired of having to cut down the news when someone walks by that I'm listening to or the Trump speech or to take my hat off real quick because a few black guys are coming. Who the fuck? Wait. Uh-uh. I'm sick of this. I'm not cool with it. I'm really not. I think it is worse in some cases than being in some countries that we say, oh, the people are, you know, um, being taken advantage of or the people are being mistreated and they censored, they can't speak in Saudi Arabia. We can't speak in America. I don't know what you thought. This is how it's becoming. I go in a group of people, they start talking regular talk and social talk and next thing you know they talking Democrat talk. And I say, well, you know, I'm a Republican. Republican? How is it that now, all of a sudden, I got to be feeling away? And now, wait a minute, I hope no jump don't jump off. Wait a minute, I ain't no gang member. What you mean? I ain't supposed to be feeling uncomfortable because I feel a certain political or cultural or whatever vibe. Ah, oh, no, we, we, this ain't, no, this ain't what that is. So now, 
the black community kind of was divided. But I'm going to tell you, man, damn near more, almost 70% is shifting towards the right on some, on some mess, bro. And they got a strong mob out there still that's on the left that's trying to start some violence, man. And they, they ain't just trying to burn down and pull down statues and federal buildings. These, these niggas is coming at anybody that's black that ain't down with burning stuff and, and creating havoc. You become the problem. And I'm like sitting up in here like, wait, whoa. Like this is mob rule. Like they forcing us to get involved. You better get a torch. You better walk, uh, uh, come over here and uh, uh, beat this person down with us. Who are you, who are you with? You, you a spy? You know it. I love y'all. Merry Christmas. Don't, you know, don't let too much of this get to you. But I, I, I do tell you, if we don't take this serious, this abortion, black women, genocide, and black women should take this serious. I'm not talking about going and getting some pitchforks and some fire, hunting them down. Hey, what you getting abortions for? No, we're talking about, we need to have them have a serious conference on this. Because th this is an issue that uh, is actually probably should be before the United Nations, should be before every church, every, I mean, the popes should be talking about this. I mean, this is really a thing, you guys. And uh, people have heard about it all over the world as well, by, by the way. I know people I talk to out of the country, yeah, we know about all that black, black women, abortion is terrible. We ashamed out here in Africa. I said, y'all know about that? They said, you damn right. It's in the, on the news. Everything is in the newspapers. Wow. All right, welcome to the show, guys. You're on Clyde Yorkshire. This is the station for white women, and I'm sure you already knew that. What a good night. Pretty brisk, chilly, if you will. Depends on what state you're at, where, you, where you're from, how you say things. Should we let black women die out? And not in the literal sense, because they're dying out. The black community has been dying out for years. Black men have even made it to the extinct list. And it wasn't just because the cops were shooting us. It wasn't overdoses of heroin. It was not alcoholism. We have basically became or become on the list because of so many abortions specifically by black women of black men coupled with the other things that have extracted our life have taken our life but the major cause of black men is black women the major cause of death to black men is not gun violence Black on black crap. It's actually women stuff. This 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 is some real stuff. Now we we gonna deal with this for a second. Hear me out. I was shocked, and I do my research because the way the media. 
talks about the black-on-black crime, the killing of young teens, young people, you would assume that the biggest danger and threat to a black male is another black male. Come to find out, that's number seven on the list. Number one is the abortions and killing through the womb of black women. The number one death of black women comes at the hand of black women. I want you to think about that. Black men is not killing black women at an alarming rate. Black women is are killing black men at an alarming rate so much that it became a genocide. It became something that the medical journals of the world and the universities wrote articles on. Guys, welcome to the show. This is a conservative station. You're on with Clyde Yorkshire. Hopefully you're having a wonderful night. Great holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We're going to get off into some pretty interesting things. Now, again, whenever you see us now fighting back and talking about black women and the shit that they're up to with the deep state, with the left, with the liberals, with the Planned Parenthood, these are all one and the same now. Black women, you can't cross the line again and talk about I'm with you fighting a system. You are the system. You are the system. You're the deep state. Really, it's a human rights movement. And it is a continuation of the civil rights movement. And that's not me just saying that. I mean, if you look at the history, look at Jesse Jackson. Everyone would say that Jesse Jackson was a crucial part of the civil rights movement. And, and he called it black genocide. And he even said what will happen 20 years from now. He said this in the late 70s, early 80s. 20 years from now, if we continue aborting our children without even a pang in our conscience, where will our nation be? Now, unfortunately, he got involved with running for president, and he had to do that as a Democrat. Now, family, just now he had to do that as a Democrat. So he, he, was, he was usually... Let's stop for a second. Here go more black women not taking accountability... When black men F up the community, he needs to fix it. He needs to get this shit together. When black women... Did you just hear what another black woman was saying? Jesse Jackson said for black women. And again, men have no control of after they finish making love to you and loving on you and everything else, you get to walk out the house and say, this is my body. And we look stupid. Like when a cop is in your rear view mirror and your ass know your tags is all messed up and you've been smoking reefer earlier in the cop. You is screwed. That is how it really is. Black women have been committing genocide and still getting sympathy from the state, from the attorney general, from the housing, retail, commission and whatnot 
genocide. This is serious. But they walk right on by as if nothing ever happened and they're doing the bidding of the deep state, the good liberal white man. That's what they're doing. And then blaming it on you. You, I, I was a, a surprised and appalled that 85 to 90% of the divorce in a black community is the black woman for foolish reasons. He don't make enough. I want a man who can do this. I want a man who can do that. I deserve better. I need more. Everything with black women, this, these are slave girls with not a pot to really piss in if it ain't for the liberal white man. Okay, and his Section 8 and housing projects and, a, you know, all that other affirmative action foolishness. This chick that got too big for her britches and running around here killing off the black community. We ain't talking about her food yet. We ain't got to that. The dietary of black women. Guys, welcome to the show. You're on the station for white women. And I want to thank all my sisters for being in the building, all my beautiful white queens. We getting down to it, ain't we? I do my best because I know how black women are. They're very slippery, like in the Garden of Eden. Let me let you hear what men around the world are trying to do to stop this crazy, psychotic woman. In Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend to oppose the opening of a new Planned Parenthood clinic. With 80 Carolina this weekend to oppose the opening of a new Planned Parenthood. A coalition of African American men are set to gather in Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend to oppose the opening of a new Planned Parenthood clinic. With 80% of Planned Parenthood clinics locating within, within one mile of neighborhoods of color, they say they must take action. CBN Charlene Aaron spoke with two pastors leading that effort. Well, Kevrick, first of all, tell us about the new clinic. Planned Parenthood is set to open there in Charlotte, North Carolina. Over 10,000 square feet, two stories, uh, really in what's a historic African-American neighborhood. Uh, one of the first ones that was actually established in Charlotte, in Cherry. Uh, it's no longer that way. It's probably about a third African-American today, but it represents really a, a real threat in terms of for the whole city and the whole region because of the high number of abortions that take place there. Pastor Rogers, you opposed the opening of this clinic. Tell us about that. It's genocide Go ahead. Uh, in our community uh, when uh, abortion rates are going down across the population except for uh, black people. Uh, any, uh, Let me stop you right there, sir. No, except for black women. You can't sit up here and run no damn clinic out or protest. You need to get in your woman fucking face. You need to dig in their chest. You need to protest them. Not the damn clinic. Asian people live over there, Hispanic. They not showing up in droves to get no damn abortion. Arabs. The same thing with the store. The same store in your neighborhood that's selling junk. Everybody else drive right on by. It's your ass who goes in there and fund the donut store. It's you who go in there, black folk, and fund the hair store, mainly black women. 
It's you who fund the chicken places. When we want something not to be there no more, you boycott it. You speak out against it. Now all of a sudden, these clinics got product and the women want it. They coming in droves, don't care what your ass say. Half of them single or, or more. And this is what they want to do with their free will. So you're right. Who are we to tell them no? This is why now y'all beginning to see what I be saying. This is why I tell black men, you can't stop these women from getting abortions. You can't stop these women from seeking a divorce because you're a blue-collar man. You can't stop these women from creating this genocide in the community. That's why I tell black men, do not marry black women. Now you're beginning to see the picture? This ain't just some white woman love Jones going on here? Because that's what you wanted to be so you can talk stupid. But peoples know better than that. That's why I tell black men to only have children with Hispanics, white women, Asians, anything but black American women, even Haitians, Jamaicans, Nigerians, Ethiopians. You are better off black man with any other woman besides this human resource of a woman, this live resource that works for the State Department. They're out to collapse the black community. And you find it so hard to believe that your little coochie cat that you think is your women's is out fucking life. They don't give a F. They out doing what the devil they want to do. And you think you're going to make them do something. Y'all niggas keep going out there chasing these damn women. Talking about you the black woman. Come back black woman. Wake up black woman. This that black nigga. We better leave them hoes alone brother. They'll kill you in your sleep brother. They'll shoot you down brother. They'll avoid your children brother. They'll call the state on you brother. They'll lie on you brother. Just for some food stamps and a regular income. They'll divorce you. For some, a nigga in the street. With a gold chain on and a car. Because your ass might be on a public transportation trying to come up. Just need a woman to work with you. How Hispanic men do. Out there selling oranges and flour. And she work them up. And they be in a truck in two years in a, in a damn house. Renting it out. Guys. When I tell you. You can't make this shit up. This so-called powerful, strong black woman needs black men to step up and help stop Planned Parenthood. As if these women ain't got free will, they ain't got their own social security card, their own birth certificate number, more power than you in the state, in the courthouse, in the family court. And what your ass think you're going to do with the Bible going down there to Planned Parenthood? Guys, we got to get our act together. How did we get in this? Women is confusing enough to men. How did we find ourselves with these crazy ass radical black Christian church chitlin eating over developed 
body parts, acrylic nail, windshield wiper, eyelash having, bonnet, chicks. Nigga, please, God help us. Listen at this, guys. In the sanctity of life, but I also believe in a woman's right to choose. Now, this is a black nigga pastor. Damn fool. Amen, amen. Let's have a frank conversation about, about black women. This abortion issue. This black woman Let issue. Let me just start off by saying that I am these guys? really pro-life. I believe in the sanctity of life, but I also believe in a woman's right. See, we don't need black men believing in the sanctity of life per se, because you can't affect it no way, anyhow, anyway. You need these chicks to believe in some goddamn sanctity of life, nigga. Where is the black women's pastor saying something? Why is the nigga saying something? You see what I'm saying? This chick is dangerous, brother. And your goofy ass in a pulpit talking about this abortion issue, this black women issue, brother. Only... 15% of men under the age, that's why marriage is important, under the age of 25 may or may not want an abortion. Generally, men are happy to have these children. It's the women who attitude is rotten, their behavior, their mannerisms, their kitchen, their pantry is an ain't shit. Their vagina is an ain't shit. Because you know whatever you eat, that's what you is. And you eat nothing but crap. Come on. We need some real Republicans around this guy doing one thing. If the gloves is off, like with Trump. We out here looking soft. We Let's get Candace Owens up there. Let's see. Larry Elder done did his part. And so did Karen, uh, Candace Owens. It's time for the cavalry to ride up in this joint. Sick of this foolishness. Let's call a spade a spade. We quit the, the white man did this. The white man did that. Nigga, please. Don't you start. Amen. Amen. Let's have a frank conversation about this abortion issue. Black Let woman. me just start off by saying that I am really pro-life. I believe in the sanctity of life. But I also believe in a woman's right to choose. The Bible is clear. In Deuteronomy 30 and 19, it tells us that we have a choice. God said, I put before you life and death. He tells us, yes, to choose life. But it is our choice. Family, I'm even sorry for you that you got to listen to such foolishness. Welcome to the show.